This is a Sikha from Lakota Sikhis Khedakutes, Parsha's Ek of Sikha Aleph. And the topic of the Sikha is that in this week's Parsha, we learned the first Pasak, the very first Pasak of the Parsha of Hoya Ekif Tishmun, and we learn a teaching from the Medrash Tanchum on it. And there are three parts in the Sikha. The rebel number one asks two questions on the teaching in the Medrash Tanchuma. Number two, discuss and explain the ideas in the Medrash Tanchuma. And number three, based on this, answer the questions. On the very first Pasuk in our Parsha, of Vahoya Ekev Tishmun, which the Pasuk over here is teaching us, that Vahoya Ekev Tishmun, if it will be that you will listen to what Hashem commands, then you'll get all these brachas. So Rashi explains, what's the reason the Torah over here uses the word Ekev? Usually the Torah says, Vahoya Im Tishmun. So Rashi explains that, Im HaMitzvah Kalis Sha'adam Dash Ba'akev of Tishmun. If you will listen and fulfill the mitzvahs that a person usually tramples on, with their heels. So that's why it says Ekev, it's referring to those mitzvahs, the mitzvahs kalis, that people trample on them. Now the source of this teaching is from the Medrash Tanchuma, where over there it's said a little differently. Over there it says, mitzvahs kalis, the mitzvahs kalis, she'ein b'nei adam mashgichen bahem, the people don't pay attention to them. Ela she'mashlichen eisam tachas igvein, but rather they throw them, they dis- dispose of them under people's heels. So over here we have the Pasuk, the teaching of Rashi, and the source of this teaching in the Medrash Tanchuma. And we have to understand over here, as we're going to point out, the explanation of Rashi is understood, however, the explanation of the Medrash is difficult. According to the explanation of Rashi, that the word Ekev refers to the mitzvah's kalis, that Adam dosh ba'akevov, meaning that a person tramples on them, meaning that the person doesn't treat them respectfully, so the person tramples on these mitzvahs, so we can understand how this idea is expressed in the word Ekev, since the act of dosh, of trampling, is done ba'akevov, with a person's heels. So we see how the word Ekev could refer to these mitzvahs, that Adam dosh ba'akevov. However, according to the explanation of the Medrash, that this refers to mitzvahs kalis, that people throw them under their heels, it's not understood. The question is, what's the connection between throwing away the mitzvahs, meaning not fulfilling these mitzvahs, to it specifically being that they're throwing them tachas ikveyan. Because when a person doesn't fulfill the mitzvahs kalis, it means they are throwing them away entirely, and not just tachas ikveyan. So how is it connected to the word ekev? It would seem that it's unrelated to the word Ekev, since the point, according to the Medrash, is that the person doesn't fulfill them at all. And so that means the person is just throwing it away entirely and not specifically to Tachas Ikveyan. The Medrash over there continues and explains that this is what Davra Melech meant when he said, Lama ira bimeira, why am I frightened in bad days? What am I frightened of in bad days? Avain Akeva Yisubeni. That David was saying that he's not afraid of the Chomer mitzvahs, the severe mitzvahs of the Torah, but rather he is afraid of the mitzvahs. What's he afraid of? Maybe I transgressed one of them. Maybe I did fulfill it, but maybe I did not fulfill it. Because it was kal in my eyes. And you, Hashem said, have a zar mitzvah A person should be zar, careful, with a mitzvah kala, just like with a mitzvah chamura. So that's the meaning of the Pasuk. What's he afraid of? The mitzvah kalis that are 
reflected in the word akevai. Like the Medrash said earlier, that these are the mitzvahs that a person throws away. So that's what David Amalek is saying, that he's afraid that maybe he didn't fulfill those mitzvahs. And here too, there's a difficulty. David Amalek was certainly careful with all mitzvahs, including the mitzvahs kalas. And as the Medrash over this very Medrash, this very Medrash Tanchuma continues and explains that when David said, Gam Avdachon Nizabrahim, Bishamram, Ekev Rav, he used the word Ekev, it means the mitzvah's kalis. And Ekev Rav hints to the Pasuk of Marav Tufcha Shetzafanta Gamer, which is Scharen Shal Mitzvah's kalis. That also there, we see the word Rav being used, which we see it's referring to a great reward, Marav Tufcha Shetzafanta, that this is a schar for mitzvah's kalis. And so it comes out that David said about himself that Gam Avdechon is Abraham. So if David knew that Gam Avdachon is Abraham, so why did he say, I'm afraid of the mitzvah's kalis? So the explanation in this is as follows, and this is going to lead into the answer of the second question. And already over here in the explanation where we're going to discuss what the Medrash is really saying, we're going to answer our first question. So the Medrash isn't talking about someone who Chas Shalom believes that a person doesn't have to be careful with mitzvahs kalas. And it's certainly not about someone, it's not talking about someone who doesn't treat them respectfully. So the person does treat them respectfully. And the person believes that you have to be careful with mitzvahs kalas. So who's it talking about? It's talking about someone who agrees that a person has to fulfill and put an effort to fulfill the mitzvahs kalas. It's just that this person is mashlech dem meaning that they put them aside to fulfill them later and later all the way until after the ekev. So that's the meaning of when it says It doesn't mean that they throw them away. Well then the question is, why do we have to specify that they throw them under the ekev? They're just throwing them away entirely. It means that they push them off to be the last thing that's done. And that's why it says ekev. The ekev is the heel, it's the bottom, it's after everything else. And so the meaning of Shamashlich and Aisim Tachasikveim is that they leave them for last. And we're going to elaborate on this perspective of this person that's Shamashlich and Aisim Tachasikveim. This person claims that first they will make sure that the head, which are the mitzvahs that are Chamar B'Yeser, are done properly. Then they're going to make sure that those mitzvahs that are close to the head are done properly, and so on and so forth. And only afterwards will they think about the mitzvahs of Akiv. And only after the mitzvahs of Akiv will they work on matters that are Hidurim and Lefnimashur Sadin. This person claims that one cannot begin with the Ekev. There must be a Seder. There has to be an order. And when working with a Seder, one must begin with the very important matters. And as long as one is not completely done with them, then there's no place to think about other matters, and especially not about matters that are only Lefnim Eshur Sadin and Milid Chasidusa. And a few examples of this. When a Yid is approached and is told that it's expected of them to have Avis Yisrael, and the type of Avis Yisrael that they should even love a Yid that, they, that never did anything good to them. And that even such a Yid that they never even saw yet. They never met this Yid. So they claim why is such a level of Avis Yisrael being demanded of them when they're not even fulfilling a lower level of Avis Yisrael properly. And the proof is that they sometimes stumble in fulfilling Vahafzalarecha on the level of Kamecha even towards a Yid that did them a favor. And similarly they claim why are we demanding for them to keep the Shurim of Chitas when they sometimes miss more basic matters of tefillah. So if they're missing matters of tefillah, and they're missing in more a more basic level of Avis Yisrael, they shouldn't be thinking about chitas or a more advanced level on Avis Yisrael. Their claim is it's true that one must fulfill all of these matters. 
However, they are not holding by it. And they have to work with the Seder. It has to be with an order. First, for a while, to work on fundamental basic matters which are in Shulchan Aruch. Afterwards, for a while, additions that come after this, later on in Halacha. And only afterwards, matters that are Lefinim Meshur Sadin and Milud Chasid So, this person isn't Chas Shulam disqualifying anything. So, they're not Mashlich and Isam throwing them away. However, they're saying it has to be Tachas Ikvein. Everything must be with a Seder. And so it has to be the last thing that's done. And there is a story of a person that was told about fulfilling Avas Yisrael on this high level. And their response was that everything has to be with a Seder. And they even gave a, a mushal of why this is right. They said it's like somebody that's not wearing a shirt and they're not wearing shoes and they put on a tie. It doesn't make any sense. So having Avas Yisrael on such a high level or working on Avas Yisrael on such a high level while missing the, the more basic things is, is similar to putting on a tie without a shirt and without shoes. Now, even though, according to Seichel, and even Seichel of Gdusha, such a claim of Seder makes sense, however, the truth and the great foundation and principle is that Avedis Hashem must begin with Hamuna and Kabbalah Sa'il, and not with logical calculations, not with Seichel, even Seichel of Gdusha. And from the perspective of Amun and Kabbalah Sa'il, a person is Zahir b'mitzvah kala k'b'mitzvah chamura. A person is careful with a mitzvah kala just like with a mitzvah chamura. And also the Zahirus of the mitzvah is done with the full sturm by a mitzvah kala. Now what's the explanation for this? That from the perspective of Amun and Kabbalah Sa'il, a person is careful with all mitzvahs equally. Because the point of all mitzvahs, which comes from the Lashon of Tzaf Savichibar, to connect, that one becomes connected to Atzma Sam Hussein Saif Baruchu, that point is equal by all mitzvahs without any distinction between Reish and Ekev, between a mitzvah Chamura and a mitzvah Kala. In this regard, there's no place to think about and consider the idea of Seder of Reish and Ekev, since the person knows that through doing whichever mitzvah it may be, they are connecting to Atzma Sam Hussein Saif Baruchu. There's no distinction on that level between one mitzvah and the next. However, the Yitzhahara is an Uman b'mlachtai. He's a master at his craft, so he comes up with claims of Seder. And in order to make it convincing, he comes up with fitting Mishalim, like with the toy. And so one must know that this is all the Atzas HaYetzer. It's the advice of the Yitzhahara. And that the condition for Kabbalah Satera in Yiddishkeit is actually Nasa Kaidim Lenishma, which is the opposite of Seder. And even more so, the Navi says, which relates to this point, the Navi says, Mi Iver Kim Avdi. What he's saying over here is that when one says that we must serve Hashem with a Seder, not the Seder of first things are, that are important and later other things, but the Seder, the way an Evet serves his master, which is not with Seichel, but rather with the Mun and Kabbalah Sel. So when somebody, someone says that, people will say that that's how a blind person acts. Me either, Kim Avdi. People are going to say, those who serve the Ebersh like an Evet with a Mun and Kabbalah Sel, me either, they're blind. According to Seichel, this is the way Seichel works. There has to be a Seder where first one starts with Seichel and afterwards, if Seichel determines that according to Seichel, that Seichel isn't enough, so then they will resort to a Muna. But to start with a Muna, that's blind. But in truth, that is the Seder of an Evan Hashem. That's the condition for Gabal Satera. In order for the Eden to receive the Torah, that they have Nasa Kaidim Lenishma, which is not the Seder that we're talking about. This is the Seder of an Evid of Emunah and Kabbalah El, where over there, there's no difference between one mitzvah and the next, and a person is careful with all mitzvahs equally. Connecting this to Chinuch, the Friedegeber once related that when the children of the Rebbe Rashab were young, so they got a Malamed for them. And this Malamed held that children shouldn't be taught startling matters in Yiddishkeit, like miracles and other such matters that aren't within Seichel. 
This Mulamad held that this is for adults that properly grasp the matters that are based on Seichel, and so then they can properly grasp miraculous matters. However, for children, it just startles the mind, and so he held that young children should only be taught matters that are based on Seichel. And when the Rebbe Rishab found out about this, the Mulamad was dismissed. And the truth is, when it comes to Chinuch, we have to begin specifically with Emunah and Kabbalah's El, and not with Seichel. And to the extent that even the matters that are understood with Seichel, one must do do those very things, not with Seichel, but with Kabbalah's El. And the same is true in matters of Chinuch. We must tell over stories of miracles to young children, and this plants Emunah on them. And the claim that this isn't a Seder, and why should one start with matters that startle the mind? Those claims come from the Yitzhara and the Melech Zakin Uksil, the Melech Zakin is called a ksil, is called a fool. It's actually foolish to take the approach of first Seichel. But rather, the right approach is that it has to start with a mun and Kabbalah sel, and even the matters of Seichel have to be done with a mun and Kabbalah sel. And the other approach, to do things with a Seder, that's actually a, an Indian of ksil. It's a matter of foolishness. And now we can also understand what David Melech says, Loma ira bimeira avain akevai isibaini. That his fear was from avain akevai. So David HaMelech's fear was not, not that he chas Shalom wasn't careful with mitzvahs kalas. He knew, like it says over there in the Medrash, that gam avduchon nizer bahem, b'shomrem ekev rov. So what was his fear? It was rather that maybe he didn't fulfill the mitzvahs kalas with the same care and toikif and strength as he fulfilled the mitzvahs chamurus. He fulfilled all the mitzvahs and with zahirus. However, maybe his knowing that this mitzvah is connected to Reish and this mitzvah to Ekev, maybe it affected his level of Zahirus and his level of Hidr, that he didn't fulfill the mitzvah's Kalas the same way as the mitzvah's Chamurus. And that therefore, you could say about it, Loy Asisi. Like it says in the Medrash, David Melch said, maybe Shema Loy Asisi. What does it mean, Loy Asisi? He didn't do it. He didn't do it because it wouldn't it would it wasn't the way he should have fulfilled it it's not command the bailam evad so it's an you could say loya sisi didn't do it properly and therefore lama ira bimeira avain akeva yusubeni not that he has didn't fulfill them but maybe didn't fulfill them with that approach of amun and kabbalah sel where all of the missus are fulfilled equally and now we're going to Focus on the words over here of Bimeira and explain a related idea. Yemeira refers to the times when things are according to nature. Where if we look at nature, Yidin are like one sheep among 70 wolves. And it's to the extent that, as the Rebbeim tell us, that even matters of Parnassah, they're an union of Mun, which is above nature. Our Parnassah does not make sense according to nature. So not only is our survival not based on nature, because we're like one sheep among 70 wolves that shouldn't survive, even our Parnassah. Cannot be, cannot be made through nature. And it says the Rebbeim say that our Parnassah today is like Manam Neshamayim. It's above nature. It's given from Hashem. And so when a Yid makes calculations in matters of Torah, which Torah is Neshamayim, so when a Yid makes calculations in Torah about what is Reish and what is Ekev, and then behaves based on those calculations, with that Medida Vagbala of their calculations, so then from above they also respond and deal with the Yid in that manner of Medidav Agbala, and it becomes Bimeira, because if we're looking at nature the way it is, Yidin wouldn't be able to make Parnassah and wouldn't be able to survive. However, however, when a Yid doesn't make these calculations and only cares to be connected to Hashem with Atzmas Musa and Seyv and therefore the Yid has the whole sturm of Mesir Snefesh and Kabbalah Sel, of an Eved and a Ben of Hashem, both when doing a mitzvah of Reish and when doing a mitzvah of Ekev, so long as it connects them to Atzmas Musa and Seyv So then the response and matter of dealing with them from above is the same way. And then one doesn't have to fear anything. 
since one is connected with and Hashem controls everything, including obviously matters of nature. And Hashem protects the Yidin even though there are one sheep among 70 wolves, and He provides for us even though by nature we shouldn't be able to make our own parnasa, he provides for us in the way of benizdashi abitseni almei menuchus naaleni in bonai chaye mezayna and everything revicha to each and every yid. And it's as it says in our parsha vahoya ekev tishmun. It's explained that vahoya is lashin simcha, and ekev tishmun means that tishmun the mitzvahs of ekev just like those of reish. And then it's what it says afterwards vshamar Hashem lekecha lecha esabris. And all Hashpais Tevis, which the Pasuk mentions, are Nimshach, as it says in the Pasuk, Vaevcha, Uveracha, Virbecha, and Baruch Tia Mikola Amim, and Bekarav Mamish, it'll be like it says over there, that's all Allah Dama, Asher Nishbala Visecha, Losis Loch, and Eretz Yisrael with the coming of Mashiach.